Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. Today's episode is about finding time to read for pleasure when you're extremely busy. I will be talking about busyness and that feeling that there are not enough hours in the day and struggling to find you time. Next, I'll share practical tips to help you find time to read. And last but certainly not least, I'll share some action items to help you kickstart your reading habit if you're an aspiring reader. But if you're an avid reader or maybe somewhere in between, I'll share some action items to help you read more. So are you ready? Let's get started. A giftable book for your thoughtful, creative, spiritually minded writer and doodler is The Tiny Buddha's Inner Strength Journal, creative prompts and challenges to help you get through anything. This journal will help you stand tall when the unexpected tries to knock you down. From Laura Desheen, the CEO of Tiny Buddha, this interactive journal is full of creative prompts and thoughtful exercises to help you discover your strengths, manage your emotions, take good care of yourself and feel more in control in the face of the unknown. So grab a pen and go on a holistic journey that will nurture your inner strength and fortify your resiliency and optimism no matter what life delivers. From Kensington Books, Tiny Buddha's Inner Strength Journal is available wherever books are sold. and welcome to another episode of the Reader's Couch podcast. Now, this episode is different from my usual episodes. Usually, I'd sit down and speak with some of your favourite authors and personalities to learn about their new books and their writing and their reading life and whatever else they have going on. 
But today, instead of an interview, I'm talking about one of the most popular questions I get via DM and email, and that is, how do I find time to read? Now, sometimes the question is, well, Victoria, how do you find so much time to read books? You know, I know you have a family, you have a job, you write a weekly newsletter, you host a podcast, you run a blog, plus all the social media accounts, you're organizing book marketing campaigns and hosting and organizing, plus all the other things they don't even know about. So, of course, with all of that, folks are naturally curious, how do I find time to read? Now, before I share those tips to help you find time, even during the busiest season of your life, I want to share some of the responses I typically hear. When I talk to my friends who are readers and I ask them, well, how do you find time to read? The answer is usually very simple. And oftentimes they'd say, well, I prioritize reading. That's it. The end. Full stop. Some of them might say, well, yes, I do read, but I wish I had more time to read. And that's also very understandable. But for my friends who are not readers, even though I feel there's a reader inside of them, but they don't identify as being readers, or those friends who are not currently reading, but but they aspire to read, for them, it feels impossible to find the time. They can't even imagine having time to read books that they want to read. Not books for work, not paperwork, not documents, just reading for pleasure. To read books to escape, to be entertained, to learn something new, just anything that's not work-related. They can't envision how they can possibly add something else to their plate. But friends, I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter how busy you are, you can find time to read. Before we get into how you can find time to read, we first need to look at some of the reasons why we are so busy. Now, I know there is no one size fits all because I certainly don't fit a mould, but I want you to think and be honest with yourself and see if any of these reasons sound like you. Now, most people are busy out of necessity. You might be working multiple jobs, you might be caring for children at home, you might be caring for a family member or friend, or maybe you're doing all the above. Does that sound like you? Or maybe you're busy because that is seen as an outward sign of productivity and a way to kind of show the world that we're valuable, you know, we're successful. It's a way for you to measure your self-worth because oftentimes I'd see online or just hear out there in the world, you know, oh, I'm booked and busy. And this tends to be glorified in our very fast-paced society. So are you busy because it's seen as you being extremely productive or successful? Does that sound like you maybe? Or maybe you're busy because you suffer from FOMO. Now I have a girlfriend and she suffers from FOMO bad and she'd be the first to admit it. And for those of us who are not familiar with the term, FOMO is an acronym for fear of missing out. And this is when someone is trying to do it all and experience it all. Folks with FOMO tend to pack their calendars and sometimes their social media feed with all these ideas of things they must do and just really focusing on 
what I like to call the highlight reel of life. So this is not necessarily real life, but it's like that highlight reel. And for that reason, they're constantly busy. Are you suffering from FOMO? Are you like my girlfriend Dee? Does that sound like you? Or maybe you're busy because of the way we are connected 24-7. We live in this never turning off culture where we're always multitasking. Most common way to multitask is doing something else while you're listening to me here on this podcast. You're probably doing the laundry, washing the dishes, you're probably um, on your way home from work or you're commuting somewhere else. There infinite ways in our society to fill our times both online and offline and what has started to happen is that nowadays it's actually rare to just turn off and enjoy those idle moments does that sound like you are you always trying to stay connected be in the know are you always trying to over optimize every second of your time Now, these are only just a handful of ways uh, people can be busy. Again, there's no one size fits all. Maybe you identify with bits and pieces from each of these scenarios. Well, if that's the case, I'm here to tell you I'm with you. I'm one of you because I've walked in all these shoes in one season of my life or another. Sometimes it's all at once and other times I'm going through bits and pieces of one of each or a little of all the above. So I've been through these scenarios in my life where I have been busy. Some purely out of necessity, others it's self-inflicted. But even with all these different ways we are busy, whether necessity, societal pressures or choice, I'm here to tell you again, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you can find time to read. Because enjoying a book is not limited to when you have a day off work or you're going on vacation or when you have large blocks of time throughout the day. Even, and I'm going to say it again, even when you're extremely busy, you can find time to squeeze in a few pages and read. And on the flip side, if you're already reading, but you want to read more books, that is also possible too. So I'm going to get into five practical tips to help you find time to read. Are you ready? All right, let's get started. Now, the first tip is an important tip, but it's not a practical tip that has to do with reading. But it's extremely important if you want to start a reading habit or if you want to read more books. And number one is you need to leave all your misconceptions about reading at the door. Now, I know this might seem increasingly daunting for our friends who are aspiring readers and they're not currently there yet in their lives. Or maybe you haven't read in years and you're wanting to start a reading habit. But I firmly believe before you can find time to read or even start reading, you need to leave all your preconceived notions, all your misconceptions at the door. Because when it comes to reading, there are no rules. Reading is not a race. It's not a competitive sport. There are no rules. So I want you to give yourself permission, first and foremost, give yourself permission to read what you want to read in whatever format is most convenient or comfortable or practical for you. Now, you might be wondering, Victoria, what does that mean? Well, what that means is you don't need to read only certain kinds of books to be a reader or to be considered a serious reader. 
you can read whatever your heart desires. Also, you don't need to be reading a physical book. You could be reading an ebook. You could be listening to an audiobook. It doesn't matter what you're consuming or how you're consuming it. Once you're reading, you are a reader. Because I'm a firm believer that your version of living your best reading and literary life looks different from everyone else's. But guess what? It should. So just because a book made some bestseller list or just because someone is talking and raving about this particular book, but it's not something you're interested in, there is no need for you to go down that rabbit hole. So I want you to leave all the ideas and thoughts of what you think living a reading life should be and instead just look at your life and say to yourself, well, what do I want to read? What is working for me now? What am I interested in reading in this season of my life? And also what format is best for me? So leave all your misconceptions at the door. Again, reading is not a competitive sport. There are no rules and it's certainly not a race. Okay, number two, and this is very important. Number two for finding more time to read and making time to read is you need to capitalize on breaks and moments of free time during your day. Now, we're going to get into another popular misconception. And this one is that you need to have large chunks of time to read. This, my friends, is false. There is so much dead time that can be found throughout the day and occasionally unplanned moments of free time just happen to open up. So instead of you picking up your phone, scrolling through social media, pick up your book instead. Grab your e-reader and read a few pages. Or if you're listening to an audiobook, pop in your headphones and listen to that then. So I want you to use your free moments throughout the day to read instead of initially grabbing for your phone because I think that has become second nature in our society. Now, don't believe me? Here are some free moments during your day when you could be reading. A meeting could have been delayed and you're waiting for it to start. You could be reading. During your commute, you could be reading, even when you're the driver, because if you're the driver, you could be listening to an audiobook. If you're a passenger, you can crack open your ebook or your physical book as well. You could be waiting in line for something, or maybe at an appointment, the doctor's office, the dentist, um, the eye doctor, just anywhere where you happen to be waiting. Instead of grabbing your phone and scrolling through social media, checking your email, doing things you don't need to do right now, pick up your book and read. Now, the key to making this work, the key to being able to capitalize on breaks and moments of free time during your day and using these opportunities to read is that you need to always have reading material available. One of my favorite quotes from Lemony Snicket is never trust anyone who has not brought a book with them. I love that quote. Now let's modify it a little and be that person who always has a book with them. So load up your audiobook listening app, load up your e-reader, pop a physical book or two in your bag so you always have options to read. Personally, I always have something on audio going. I always have a book in my bag, I have a book in the car, I have books on the couch, on my nightstand. There are always multiple opportunities for me to read. And sometimes when I'm reading that one book, 
I am married to it and I'm carrying it with me everywhere. So this is a great opportunity to use your free time during the day to actually read. Okay, number three. Another great way to help you find time to read when you're extremely busy is to actually make a reading commitment and put it on your calendar if necessary. Now, when you're starting a new reading habit, I recommend committing to read for 30 minutes every day. You're going to have to find a part of your day when you think you can read and then write it in your calendar if necessary. Now, like I've previously mentioned, your reading time could be during your commute. It could also be right before bed or between work commitments or meetings. But either way, you need to make a commitment because it will help you get into the routine. And over time, this will become second nature. Now, if you're already reading, but you want to read more books, the same is true. You already know the times when you're able to read, but now look at your free moments during the time or day. Think to yourself, maybe if I'm able to read for 30 minutes more or an hour more, if I put it on the calendar and I don't schedule any meetings around this time, it's a great way for you to find time to read even more. So whether you're starting a habit or you're interested in reading more, a great way is to make reading a commitment by adding it to your calendar. Okay, number four, another way to find time to read when you're busy is to incorporate reading into other aspects of your life. Now, I know there is this great debate out there about if listening to audiobooks is reading, but I'm here to tell you, yes, it is. And a great way to incorporate reading into other aspects of your life is to listen to an audiobook when you're doing something else. I listen to audiobooks mostly when I'm doing what I like to call brain dead work. My most common brain dead work to do is washing the dishes. Washing the dishes does not require a lot of thought from me, so I can pop in my headphones and listen to my audiobook. Vacuuming is extremely loud and I like to block out that noise and again it doesn't require a lot of brain work to vacuum so I pop in my headphones and I listen to an audiobook when I'm vacuuming. The same for when I'm doing laundry, when I'm sorting clothes, colours, whites, sheets, towels. My brain does not require a lot of thought to, to carry out this task. Another great opportunity. So cleaning is a great way for you to get some reading time in when you're doing something else. Okay, number five on the list of ways to help you find time to read when you're extremely busy is to actually surround yourself with readers. I highly recommend that you seek out people in your real life who are avid readers. If you don't know any readers in your life, I recommend joining an online book club or a book community. The fact you're listening to this podcast, you are in the right place. Visit bibliolifestyle.com, sign up to a weekly newsletter, join our online communities because we are here to cheer you on. Because if there's one thing I know for certain is the enthusiasm from readers is infectious. I mean, the way we talk about books, the way we talk about reading, it can actually motivate you to read. So if you're not reading, it can motivate you to start. And if you're already reading, it can help to motivate you to read more. 
So there you go. There you have it. Five practical tips to help you find time to read, help you start reading. And if you're already reading, it will help you to read more. So quick recap. Number one, you need to leave all misconceptions about reading at the door. So read what you want to read in whatever format is most convenient or comfortable or practical for you. I also want you to capitalize on breaks and moments of free time during your day. Instead of reaching for your phone, reach for your book, reach for your e-reader, pull up your audiobook app instead of opting to scroll social media or do things that you don't need to do right now. I also want you to make reading a commitment and put it on your calendar if necessary. So if you're new to reading, I recommend starting with 30 minute blocks every day. Put it on your calendar. And if you're hoping to read more, do the same thing. Make a new reading commitment and put it on your calendar if necessary. It will help you get into a routine and over time it will become second nature. I also want you to incorporate reading into other aspects of your life. So this would be a great opportunity for you to read or listen to your audiobooks during another activity. So I shared with you, I do this during chores. It could be great during your commute. Whatever it is, find ways to incorporate reading in other aspects of your life. And last but certainly not least, surround yourself with readers. Find those readers in your real life. If you don't know any, join online communities, join book clubs. And of course, I want you to join the Biblio Lifestyle community. And I can't wait to see you there. Now, before we wrap things up, of course, I want to end this episode with some action items. So I'm challenging you, whether you're an aspiring reader looking to start a habit or you're an avid reader looking to read more, here are three things that you can do today. The second this podcast comes to an end, pencil 30 minutes on your calendar or more as applicable for some dedicated reading time. Number two, I want you to make a list of three books that are of interest to you and I want you to check them out from the library. And again, remember, I want you to focus on books that you want to read in the format that's best for you, not what you think you should be reading. Again, what you want to read, what you're interested in reading. And third, I want you to visit bibliolifestyle.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter or download one of the free resources that are available that would be the most helpful for you in your journey right now. You'll also get more information about joining the community so you you can get all the support you need without all the pressures and all the overwhelm. So I really hope you found today's episode helpful and that you're ready to take action so you can live your best reading and literary life yet. All right, my friends, thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. All righty. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening, and happy reading.